Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. We say footballing season, obviously we're in the summer now, but football does not stop as we know. So we'll be continuing throughout the summer, delivering you all the latest news, gossip, transfers. We'll talk everything as you know by now. We, You can find us on all the major podcast networks, as we said before, Apple, Google, leave us a review if you can, if you've got the time. Also get in touch if you've got the time. We are at pre-match pod on Twitter I am at Graham Bailey. He is at Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Really good, Graham. Looking forward to another positive episode of the pod. Yeah, we're obviously in the middle of um, pre not pre-season, although pre-season does start very soon, Craig, for quite a few teams. We know the, let's not forget everyone who's listening, that the Football League starts in the last week of July yeah. this year. So some teams will be back in training, Craig, in a couple of weeks. Um, at the end of June, pre-season friendlies will probably start at the end of June. So yeah, all all down to the World Cup, which is in Qatar this year, and obviously things are being pushed together. It's why we've got a current transfer, sorry, current international um, window, Craig, international break, which is full of games, four England games, two to come. We will be touching on the Nations League next week. We're going to review the situation. We're going to look at where England and, and all the other teams are in regards to World Cup squads, but we're in the middle of that now, so we'll come back to that. But where we're going to start, Craig, only one place we can start, and that is touching on the World Cup, and it's because we know Wales are going to be there, Craig. They got the better of, of Ukraine, as I predicted, as you didn't predict. Um, it was a 1-0 win inspired by Gareth Bale, Craig. It was a fascinating game, wasn't it? It wasn't one for the purists, but Gareth Bale... I, I can't remember a team who are more who get more inspired by one player almost in our lifetime, Craig. He 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 delivers the good. The expectation level is there, but he does deliver. And you know that free kick, it was a deflection, but what a fabulous performance by Wales. And the atmosphere was great. I, I love the fact they're playing that Cardiff City Stadium, but didn't move to the Millennium. It's a proper footballing stadium, Matt, isn't it, Craig? And I think that helped Wales on the day. I, I don't actually think Wales played that well, Graham. I don't think Gareth Bale no. played, played that well either. I thought Ukraine were the better team. I thought uh, Hennessy was Wales' best player. I thought he was inspired. I thought the best I've seen him play. Mate, if I'm being very honest, I can't remember him putting in another performance like that that I've seen. I'm sure he probably has. He and plays, yeah, he's very solid for Wales, isn't he? He's very solid. Yeah, but mate, I thought I thought it was the best game I've personally seen him have. Uh, he made He made four outstanding saves in the game. Um, I thought I thought Ukraine were incredibly uh, unfortunate to to go out. Uh, I don't think Bale played particularly well. The free kick was venomous. Uh, the the Wills did goal. miss a few chances though as well. I thought I don't think it was complete one way traffic. I think I think Ukraine played the better football without a shadow of a doubt. I'm not it saying one way traffic. I'm saying I, I, yeah. I think that Ukraine were the with it with a with a better team. Yeah, they played um, they played nice football. You know what Ukraine actually. Reduced the power. They played some nice stuff. They, they really did. The, the bad boy, I can't remember his name. The one from Atalanta, very look, a very good player. I thought, I thought, I thought Zinchenko was fantastic. Um, yeah, Yamalenko's yeah, yeah, um, own goal uh, from the captain. I thought he was he was good apart from that. And I think it was a bad own goal. I've got to say, mate. I think the whilst the free kick had a lot of power behind it, I don't think he had to do that. No. Um, well, I actually thought Gareth Bale didn't have a great game, and there was those times in the second half, mate, where he was ambling around. And I thought, you know, I, I know he's not played much football this season, and in those on, in those minutes before he was taken off, 
Um, I wasn't surprised he was taking. Was that, I, I thought Robert Page was very strong. What I like about his Welsh squad and Robert Page as well, where he's not frightened to take him off. No, I think it, that it, 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 it's a good team spirit. I, I was slightly surprised by the lineup. I thought, but it shows the depth in that Welsh squad now, where you got Brennan Johnson, and Harry Wilson, both on the bench. I when we when we do get to Qatar, I'm not sure we'll see them two on the bench then. But it's nice to see Wales having a bit of depth there, Craig. I, I thought uh, I thought uh, James was the outball time and time again with his pace. You know, it caused so many problems. He travels with it so so rapidly. He's uh, probably one of the best ball carriers uh, in the Premier League. Uh, I know some people question his end product, but international duty uh, and level. It's it's you know you know and I know it's sometimes important to get the ball up the pitch. But so he's a winger, he's a, and, he is, and he is a winger. Let's not like we shouldn't yeah. be, we shouldn't beat him without Bielsa and Leeds Bush of being up front. He is a winger and he yeah. is a very good one. Yeah, listen, I, I don't think Marcelo Bielsa was wrong to play him up front either. I thought for similar reason, he gets you out. He get he gets you up the pitch very, very quickly. Pass him the ball and he can travel with it. You know, there's there's likes of him and Adama Traore, mate, who just get you so quickly up the pitch. Oh, he is. He's just a long term. But yeah, we saw we saw he's a very he's a very good outlet, isn't he? And and they've got players like Ramsey who can pick who can pick them out. It, it does help. Though. He was he was very yeah. Good. Right, listen, Ramsey had the bad miss in the second half, didn't he? Where it was laid onto him by. I tell you what, 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 a beautiful, what a beautiful move that was. A lovely move. With, yeah, with it was a lovely move with Nico Williams. Who I tell you what, whoever picks up that boy, Craig, he's available. We understand that Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen will be going in there as backup to Trent, and Liverpool are going to get let Nico Williams go. I'll be surprised if, if Fulham don't don't get him, but he's an outstanding young player, isn't he, Nico Williams? I think, really I think, he's, I think he's a talent. I, I think he was very solid for Fulham second half of the season when he went on loan. Thought Joe Allen had a good game, you know, Graham. Um, uh, but Hennessy was man of the match for me. Uh, Zinchenko, I thought, was very good for Ukraine. Uh, Yarmolenko, despite the own goal, I thought was very good. Um, I was just disappointed to see Ukraine go out. But the good news is um, we now get to see Wales against England at the at the World Cup. A game which I'm very much looking forward to after those Welsh celebrations when England got beat by Iceland. Yes, but... It's Not that I'm bitter. No, very much in the past now. And it was, England shouldn't have been beaten off Iceland, so it was their fault. Um, in terms of Wales, they're going to go there. And I'll tell you what, Wales go there, Craig, with a huge chance of making the next round. USA and Iran hold no fears for Wales, in my opinion. Obviously, if they hold no fears for England, we know that England England should be romping through that group. And no, no disrespect to the three, but that is a brilliant draw for Gareth Southgate's men. And they should be, they should be going through that no goals conceded with nine points in the bag. And I think they will, by the way. But in terms of the other three, and, and let, let's get this right. Wales, Wales have nothing to fear, but Iran have nothing to fear. And USA nope. have nothing to fear either from the other two. It'll be when the, the, that, that three-team playoff between them three, Craig, will be fascinating. Because any, 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 any one of them could finish second, any one of them. Yeah, I totally agree. And there'll, there'll be mass, massive political power play with the USA uh, Iran game won't they? That that won't go. Uh, it'll, be a, it'll, be, it'll certainly be fun. Uh, yeah. Fun. The, Iran v America is always a bit of fun. We've seen it before, but yeah, I think Wales will go there. though, Craig. I think you know. I think I think the likes of Williams, Johnson, and Wilson all all will all be playing regularly in the Premier League next season, and that'll be to Wales a huge boost to Wales as well. They've got another three Premier League players there, and um, yeah, I like what Robert Page is doing. Fair play to him. We'll we'll discuss his future another time. It is is yeah, bogged, listen, down. But, but, bogged, but, down with, but, bogged down with Ryan Giggs, etc. But we will want to touch on that. But by the way, what a job he's done, Graham. What oh, a job he's done to galvanise that. Yeah, brilliant, absolutely. And as I said for him to like 
I thought that was great. And the 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 spirit he's got within that squad, that he's got that ability to take I, I was I was so pleased by it. He's got the ability to take bail off. And there was no sign of the of um a pout lip. There was no sign of annoyance. Bill did that, came off for the team. He knew it was the right decision, as you said. I love to say it's like Italy in the Euros, you know, when these big players come off, it's for the it's for the greater good. I love to say that, Craig, in the team. Oh, I to- totally, totally agree. And for, listen, I, I just think they've got just a, a magnificent team spirit. And, uh, and in, in terms of, let, and, and let's stick to Gareth Bale, mate, because the transfer window is open now, Craig, officially. Not that it makes much difference because we were talking transfers anyway, it was open. Um, Gareth Bale's future, he's going to be a free agent. There's there's lots of speculation that um, Getafe, he was looking to stay in Madrid, really. I'm not sure I can stay, stay, stay in Madrid. No. We, we know that um, Cardiff City showing interest in him and also in that Aaron, Aaron Ramsey. And I think that's um, an, intri- an intriguing prospect that maybe them two could go to Cardiff till, 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 start, till the start of the World Cup. Graham, Gareth Bale will receive offers from Qatar mm-hmm. because... Um, Obviously, they want to enhance their, their 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 country, their league, their reputation. The Qatari Stars League uh, and Gareth Bale, I can see um, for both parties as being hugely beneficial. I think it enhances the league, it boosts the World Cup, and it helps Gareth prepare for you know his biggest challenge with with the Welsh national team. He'll be uh, acclimatised and accustomed to the weather, the climate, the culture. Yeah, we'll see on that one. So we'll see what Cardiff do. Um, I'd love to see them both in the championship. I think it'd be great. I'd love to see Cardiff, um, a strong yeah. Cardiff in, in the championship. I do think um, I'd like. To, I'm a bit, a bit, I'm a bit soft. Really, I, I would like to see Cardiff in the Premier League. I think a capital team like them, big club, need to be up there. But we'll see. Good luck to Cardiff and to Gareth Bale. We'll see what comes in with him and Aaron Ramsey next. Um, it's going to be a busy summer in terms of the window, in terms of transfers, Craig. We haven't seen too many, but we've seen some huge. Huge moves in the transfer market in the last week. We we spoke about Sadio Mane pre-Champions League final. Craig, I think you, you thought well, the way he said that it was going one way and it looks yep. that way. He has confirmed. Let's say he's confirmed that he won't sign a new deal at Liverpool and Bayern yep. Munich. I already know this. They're coming in for him and talks are ongoing between the two clubs. Now, now we, that is ongoing between them. The interesting thing is that Liverpool have already made their move through his replacement. And it is Darwin Nunes, the Benfica striker, who Manchester United were very keen on. They were speaking to his agent, George Mendes. This is potentially um, a spectacular deal for Liverpool, Greg, isn't it? We're, we're both huge fans of Darwin Nunes. But for Liverpool, the prospect of replacing Sadio Mane with Nunes, he is a different character. He can play down the middle, Craig, but... It, it's such an intrigue. I, I find this intriguing the way Jurgen Klopp is. He obviously, obviously Liverpool, they're a very well-run team. You know, if someone's if, if X disappears, you know who who they want to replace him. And obviously, Nunes was very high up on their on their board, as you would say in America, to come in. They look as if they're getting him. Um, Darwin Nunes, Liverpool, a good fit for you, Craig. If and when. Yeah, you, you you recall last week when we were talking and there was speculation that Mane would leave, and I yeah. suggested that Nunes would be the perfect replacement. Uh, I also suggested that um, he'd done his audition. Um, mm-hmm. he, he scored home and away against Liverpool and had two goals disallowed against Liverpool in the in the Champions yeah. League at Anfield. Um, I don't think before those games he was high up no. on Liverpool's list. I think 
Jurgen Klopp came out after that game, didn't he? And I, I've only just gone back. Re- I've been doing the reporting on Darwin in the last 48 hours. I've written about four stories on it. But I, I saw Klopp's quotes where he was talking about, he wasn't just saying what a good player he was. He went into a bit of detail as Jurgen does. And he was talking about him saying, no, look at, the, look at that, look at that. Uruguayan strike force of Cavani him how do you fit him in but he said he literally said he's a top top boy didn't he so it, it, there was a twinkle and I, I looked at I saw the video online as well there was a twinkling Klopp's eye and it's, it's I know as you as you as you alluded to perfect fit but it's it and obviously as well Craig um, what do you think this does for for the most do you think it has any impact on the most Salah situation Craig at all I think the 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 whole. I don't think Liverpool will allow Salah and Mane's contracts to run down without receiving a fee for both of them. Now it could it could be that Mo Salah does allow his contract to run down and goes on mm-hmm. as a free agent next season, which I can see happening. Mate, Liverpool have had every opportunity to tie him down. They haven't. I I can see that being a drawn out process where he doesn't go this summer, um, particularly uh, with the the big clubs in Spain. Um, Having having issues, uh, Barcelona yeah. issues. We know uh, Real Madrid. We we know he's on their shopping list. Um, they've not got um, Mbappe, so they could turn to as we alluded to last week. Um, and then I think Nunes will play down the middle anyway. I think the player yeah. will affect that Liverpool is Jota. Where where does where does he play? Um, obviously they've got Diaz, Diaz, Nunes, and Salah. Mate, that that is a really intriguing uh, front three. Mm. Um, the the one player to remain consistent, I think, will continue to remain. Consistent. He might not start every game, uh, but consistently at the club is Bobby Firmino. I think he'll be the one that that stays, and the other two could well. Actually, I think Mane is gone. I think that that deal with Bayern Munich will happen. Yeah. Interestingly, there, you know, Bayern Munich are trying to lowball Liverpool on the transfer fee, as we know. Yeah. Yet, yet they're trying to highball the Lewandowski deal yeah, on the it, other it's, side. Which... Yeah, it's, it's somewhat ironic, isn't it? It's, um, yeah. It, it, it's a strange one where, and I think Liverpool, from I just want to be close to, they're not, they're not, they haven't been particularly amused with the way Bayern Munich have handled themselves. There, you know, Liverpool see Bayern Munich as, as if one, one of these, oh, not not founding five, but one of these, one of these giant. But the ones who hold themselves in, in high esteem, Craig, that's what I say. Yeah. The ones who hold themselves as pillars pillars of the game, of the community, Bayern Munich, Liverpool. And, and I think Liverpool have been a bit disappointed with the way Bayern Munich have gone about things, but I think they'll smooth it over. I think Sally and smooth it over. If it was the other way around, I'm sure Liverpool, if they were trying to sign... Lewandowski would be trying to do it at around the, the 20 mm. to 30 million mark. They wouldn't be wanting to pay 40, 50. But I, I, just, I just think those those opening offers for Mane were were really, really low. And, you know, I think Liverpool didn't react well to like Try, try and get yeah. Mane for, for less than 25 million pounds. Yeah, but I, I just I just think we, we're at the, the precipice of change in the transfer market as I see it, Graham. And what, what I mean by that is, I mean, these elite, really elite players. Um, I think we're going to see more and more watch the contracts run down. I yeah, really, yeah. I really do. Uh, where they won't sign. So any, any club out there that's got a player on a two-year deal now, uh, who's a high-profile um, individual, I, I'd be looking to tie them down now. I wouldn't be waiting for them to be eighteen months or going into the last year of the deal. I think you know we, we alluded to this last week when we talked. We talked Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling could well sit on his Man City contract for another year. And go on a free next season. Uh, Gabriel Jesus could could do the same. Although I do think he will move this summer. But I think we're, we're, we are seeing a, a step change 
in the transfer market with these elite players. Yeah, definitely. I was, so I was just sorry, I was a bit um, put aside there. Trying to transfer market, Craig. PSG have just announced that Louis Campos has arrived as their football advisor today, so de facto sporting director. Yeah. I think there's something in the word in there to make sure that Leonardo just probably doesn't sue them or something. Um, but it's a slightly different role. Interesting, Craig, because there is speculation today that Louis Campos and the Qatari owners have persuaded Zinedine Zidane to now take that job. Right. Um, which it wouldn't be a major surprise, Craig. Obviously, he was wanting the French job, but if Deschamps isn't giving out, I think that was a bit of a long shot. I'm not sure why Deschamps would give up the French job. Um, we, 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 we were told where there were two jobs that he, he, mm. we told that he'd agreed to take PSG um, some time back. He was then in one choice, they'd had informal talks, he'd agreed it. But he wanted uh, the, the get-out or the proviso was that he could go back to Real Madrid. Well, Ancelotti's just won the Champions League in the league, so that ain't happening. Or or he'd take the French national team job. Now, Deschamps going to stay till at least the World Cup. Um, and France, have, let, let's be honest, France have probably got the best squad of players going into the into the World Cup of any team going in, in my opinion, certainly any European team. Um so it's going to be really interesting what, what happens there. But I can see Zidane going in. We've known that. It's been muted for such a long time. I can see that happening. I feel sorry for Pochettino, by the way. I do. I'm pleased that he got that league title on his, on his CV, though, Craig. Um, you know, just like I was pleased that I got that relegation on his CV at the weekend. Um but yeah, it's an interesting one, Craig. Zidane, uh, I think Zidane is a lovely fit for PSG. You know, some some, some jobs and, and players, and I just think this, this this might be the one that really... And, and do you know what? I think this could be more important than Mbappe staying. I think Zidane, the way he's handled the Galacticos at Madrid, there's nobody better, perhaps apart from Ancelotti, at handling Galacticos. I agree. And, and that's what I PSG agree. are, isn't it? It's a team full of Galacticos, so who I, better I, in world football? And Graham, let's be honest, that, that's what uh, Pochettino didn't want. He didn't want a yeah. team for... He didn't want no, the Messi's. Exactly. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. his own players to develop. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it fits. And we'll see Pochettino yeah. linked to a few. Um, I think it's good news for Spurs to keep in contact. And we'll see Pochettino. He'll... he'll, he'll you know, he's got that now. He'll get a very big job. The next very big job that comes up will probably be Pochettino. So, so, so. Good I, 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 just can't, I, I still can't believe. Louis Campos at PSG. Yeah, I still can't believe United didn't take Poch, but that's just my personal opinion. Yes, it's, a, it's an interesting one because as we're seeing though, Craig, interestingly with the Nunes, um, I understand from the people close to Nunes who I spoke to that there wasn't much in between the Liverpool and United stuff that they both wanted him. But the fact that Liverpool could offer him, not just Champions League football, Craig, because that, that, that was the thing, but yeah. it was the fact that he could come in and challenge for silverware straight away. Yeah. Ten Hag can't, he can't, he can't, he's obviously in talks with Frankie De Jong at the minute trying to get him. But what, what promises can he make? There, it's no. tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's you know, if you it's it, the young and Nunes, he said, if you come in, we could challenge if you come in. But Plop is like, he, he can say, I promise you, we're challenging for silver next season, and that is a big thing for these young guys. It is for these young players who it's a because it because for someone like Frankie de Jong, who we can come on to now, Craig, we know that United are, um, are looking at him. I think United are in a good position to take advantage of 
not to say about the Bayern's for financials in that. I think that De Jong is a player who Barcelona, we spoke about this, didn't we? They've got the Gavi and the Pedri. Yep. Coming. Yep. It's a player they can afford to lose. Of course but, he is. But it's one they can get good money for. I think it's a perfect storm for United to get a world-class player. And as I said, it reminds me of the Coutinho and Bergkamp situations when they left in, um, Inter respectively. It's, you think, oh, how did, how did Arsenal ever get Bergkamp? Because they were, in, they were just in the perfect place at the right time. You know? Listen, let's let's be honest. They got Bergkamp because he flopped in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the wrong wrong club for him. It yep. didn't work, and then he and so I think De Jong as well. I think De Jong should come to United because that he under Ten Hag. I think it's a perfect place for him because we know De Jong potentially is, is one of the best midfielders in the world. I, I'm, I, not, I, I'm not sure he is, mate. I, 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 I'm I, not sure he is. I loved him. I thought he was the new. I thought he would be the new De Bruyne sort of thing. But but he has to prove that now, Craig, doesn't he? If he does come to United, yeah, it's a huge signing. But he will be coming as a Barcelona failure. He will be. Yeah, let, let, let's let's have this right. You, you can't put him and Kevin De Bruyne in the in the in the same. Oh no! Place. Oh no! 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 So no! Let me let, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Right. The the player that's more like De Bruyne and got the potential to be more like him is Martin Odegaard. Right, because he travels with the yeah, ball yeah. and he scores goals. Right, De Jong does not score goals. He's, he's technically incredibly gifted. Right, mm. he, he is a wonderful technician. Right, but I'm looking: will he add drive, energy, uh, ferocity? Will, will he? Will he? Will he travel with the ball in that Man United midfield? I'm not sure he will. To be honest, yeah, I think what intrigues me, Craig, and I must admit, I wasn't sure. I was like you, as you know, I wasn't sure about Ten Hag, but I think the prospect of maybe, and I never thought I'd say this, I like Van der Beek being back in there. Yeah, we're doing it. That, that sort of excites me. And it's a big risk for United, it really is. But I think United now they've failed to get Nunes, which is a body blow to them, of course. It is, you know, who, who a month ago we didn't know that Mane was leaving. We do now, no. and and, that, and these things play out in football, don't they? Wonderfully, Craig. That's why we love football. The world of football is twists and turns everywhere. But I think now they need to get De Jong. I think this De Jong deal for United is crucial, Craig. I do. I think it's a huge deal for them. But, but let me ask you a question, Graham. Right? Is in in your opinion, is Frankie De Jong better than Paul Pogba? Because in my opinion, he's not. I think Paul Pogba's oh, no, superior no, yeah, in every oh, area. Oh, yes, yeah, you're completely right, Craig. I, 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 no, no, I don't think he is. I think he's potentially, potentially could have a slightly higher ceiling. But yeah, you're hundred percent right. No, I, I think it's a downgrade I, 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 I do not disagree with you, Craig. I think, I think Ten Hag with with Van der Beek and De Jong, if he can get them back to their Ajax form, it's it's mouth watering. But that's a very big if in the Premier League. That's a very big if. It, Grim, it, it is a very big if. And when and when these boys were at Ajax and De, let's add Delit to that to that list, Grim. Right, mm. they looked sensational. Right, they looked sensational. Um, but then you've got to put into context the quality of the league. And yes, in the Champions League they did step up, uh, but they were in a league where there wasn't massive competition. Uh, and, and let's be very very honest. Their best player at this time wasn't these Dutch boys. It was a player that was at Southampton who did yeah. all right at Southampton, who absolutely smashed it at Ajax. Mm. And the same as I, yeah, look, Ajax's best player now is the striker who, who failed in the Premier League. It's a strange, yeah, you're totally right. It, you know, for every for every Luis Suarez who comes in, this is there's, listen, there's Sebastian Haller. There's there's there's, there's, there's the Tadic, Tadic. Yeah. yeah, there's the Alfonso Alves. There's the Dave. Remember David Class? How did he look at Ajax? And look when he came to England as well. What, so. what was the what was the boys called, Graham, all those years ago who scored 54 goals in the Dutch league 
and then went to Chelsea and scored one goal. And then went to Atletico Madrid Kesman. and scored. Was it Kesman? Yeah, Matai Kesman. And was that all, was that lad who went to? Oh, there's a Swedish boy as well who went from Marcus. Somebody went to Villa as well. Yeah, there's a lot. The, the Dutch league is a strange one, isn't it? You can. It, it, Graham, as Middlesbrough, as Middlesbrough fans, we we know yeah. all about Afonso Alves. Yeah. Who until until Middlesbrough. A couple of years ago was the record signing um, mm. when Brit Sombolonga came in. Afonso Alves is one of the worst strikers I've I've seen. A good, a, a decent finisher, but his all round play was horrendous. And let's recall, he scored seven goals in one game in the Dutch league. Mm. Yeah, I, I, the, I, the, I, the best player, the best player, the best player in Holland, and the best player in Holland right now is Anthony, the Brazilian yeah. winger, who's got the highest ceiling of all of these guys. Um, and, and and who and who obviously we 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 understand that his agent is looking to move him on this summer, Craig. It's an interesting. Well, he, one he's, where... the, he's the perfect side for Liverpool, or or Manchester United. If you're Liverpool, would you do that thing where you say, oh, Anthony, if you say to Anthony, if I was Liverpool, and we do know Liverpool like Anthony Craig, we said this. Mm-hmm. If I was Liverpool, I'd be in touch with Anthony and say, look, just sit. One salad goes, you're coming in, and can you imagine that? Wow, can you imagine? Can you imagine Anthony Nunes? And, and Diaz. Luis Diaz, wow! Yeah, that, that but, would but, be. But, but if I was United, if I was, I'd use Eric Ten Hag now to get Anthony. I would. I think Anthony it could be. You know, we know we've. I, I did a report this week that Rakers Rashford is staying put. Yeah, talks with Ten Hag and Steve McLaren, who I think Steve McLaren is is, is a sort of not quite father figure, but one who who will will read the right act if needs be to Rashford, but one who I think Rashford will listen to. I think Steve McLaren could be crucial to Ten Hag going forward because he'll help with these young players. You know, Steve McLaren knows what it means to bring a young player through, not from his United days, from his Middlesbrough days as well. He knows what it takes to bring an 18-year-old through to be an international footballer. And I think Steve McLaren could be huge for United going forward. I agree, man. I think Steve McLaren's one of the most understated coaches in this country. His football knowledge is phenomenal. Um, I, I think on the grass that I'd like I'd like to 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 see him on the grass. I wonder how much time he spends on the grass, but working with these players, I think mm. if we can get Marcus Rashford back to the Marcus Rashford two years ago for mm. England going into World Cup year, um something he's, I, he's, I he's, I'd he's love got, to see. He's got everything he's got everything to pay. But let's let's see what happens with, with, with Manchester United. So they're hoping we'll bring it as I say that's just a few of the stories in the transfer window. Craig will be delivering a few more next week as things pro- progress. We don't know where Paul Pogba's going yet. We suspect it is UV, but there's still other ones floating around. And, and Louis Campos going at PSG is fascinating. We'll, we'll, we will bring you the latest yeah. on that next week with Pochettino and Zidane. Uh, there are a lot of managerial changes, which I think we'll probably look at, Craig. We'll do a bit of a managerial special in about a month's time, including all the lower league. We, we know yeah. Ben Garner has got a chance. There's been so many changes. We can't just do it just this, this week. No. So we'll, we'll go through all the managers when we go through our previews. But what we thought we'd do today, Craig, wasn't it? We'd, um, we've seen the PSG. FA team of the years, etc. Um, we're going to do our Premier League team of the yep. years, and and actually, I thought we'll we'll go through each league and give a shout out to maybe our Player of the Year for the Championship, League One and Two, Manager of the Years if we have to break. But in terms of our Premier League team of the year, let's see if we can agree on one. You do your, you name your team, okay. Greg, and then oh, let's let's do it right. Let's do our goalkeepers. Right, okay. We'll do, we'll do play. What, what actually, formation I'm, are you playing? Actually, I'm playing a different formation to you, Graham. So my, 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 I did my team two weeks ago and I was going to tweet okay. it and I, I didn't. I was waiting for the PFA one to come out and see how mine uh-huh. differed. And it, it, it does slightly, not massively. There's a couple of changes. Uh, but I'm I'm playing 4-2-3-1. Okay, I'm going 4-3-3. Three, three. So not too dissimilar. But okay, so in terms of 
goalkeeper, Craig. Where where are you looking at for goalkeeper? Right, I, I I've gone for Allison in goal. Just Pippin is uh, Brazilian international teammate Edison. Um, both shared the Golden Glove. Um, I think they conceded twenty six goals all season, which is which is phenomenal, really. Um, I. For me, in goal, it's a player who turned my opinion of him around massively. Um, I'm going for Edouard Mendy. He won the African um, Cup of Nations, didn't he? he yeah. Wonderful player. He was up for the Ballon d'Or. A lot of people thought he should be getting the Ballon d'Or at one point. So it's one of those where this team is based on the whole season for me. Um, I think yours is as well, Craig, rather than just the last few weeks of the yes, season. Yes, it is. Mine's based on the whole um, season. So yeah. I think I think Mendy overall... Um, he had more to do than the other two, which is, you know, it's, you know I mean, Alison and Edison, you have to reward their their mental fortitude sometimes, Craig, because, you know, standing there without anything to do for 89 minutes isn't easy all the time. No, it's not. Having, having to do it once there. So, yeah, I, I don't disagree with your two, but I would go for really, Edward. Just, 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 a little, just a little side note on that. I think um, Alison played an absolute blinder with assuring his place as the Brazilian number one. Because uh, you, hey, Alison, did you say? Yeah, Alison brought yeah because he brought in. Um, well, Edison, I thought Edison was Brazilian number one. Oh, he, he, they've brought they've brought in as the national team. Um, he's brought in Tafarel to be the, the 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 coach of the of the national team. Mm-hmm. So he, he but he is the Brazilian goalkeeping coach. Yeah, he is also the Liverpool goalkeeping coach now. Yeah. I thought that was that was a genius. But Alison's number one for Brazil. Okay, because because he well obviously he wasn't was he? But if um if if yeah no no he was he, he was Alison Allison's always been number one. Edison's his backup. Okay, I thought it was always Edison, but to be fair, no, I, it's Allison. Um, so moving on to right back. Um, yep. I'll go first on right back. For me, it's um it's for me the best right back in the Premier League and he showed it this season is uh, Reese James and uh, simple as that. There we go. No, I listen. The best so so the best right back, the best defensive right back in the league for me is Kyle Walker, right? But Kyle Walker's not in my team because Kyle Walker only only played twenty Premier League games last year. So if who, who did you, who you pick, Graham? Rhys James. Yeah. Right. So Rhys James only started twenty two Premier League games last year. So that's why I've gone for Trent Alexander Arnold as my right back who sat, who started thirty two games. Um, uh, obviously he got his goals and his assists with the occasional screamer. Um, I don't think he's the best defensively, but he was part of a, a hugely successful defensive unit. So he's my right back. He was. I'm sorry, sir. I think uh, Mr. Sa- I think Gareth, Gareth, knowing what he's doing, will will go for a race. But that's one, one debate we'll come to. Yep. That's that's going to be a fascinating debate. I don't disagree with you on that one, by yeah. the way, mate. But leaning, leaning into Qatar would be fascinating. Well, actually, do you know what? Craig, I say it'll be fascinating. I don't think in Gareth's mind there'll be much debate, do you? I don't think there'll be much debate on that position. I think no. we, we know where he's going to go. Left back, I don't think we need to debate this for too long, Craig. I think we're both going, uh, we're both going, Mr. Cancelo. I'm going Cancelo all day long. Um, and I wonder whether we're debating too much in centre half wise, no. Craig. Um, who are you going for, centre halves? Uh, Antonio Rudiger, uh, without doubt, in my opinion, was the best settled defender in the Premier League this, last last season. Arguably Correct. the best settled defender in Europe, in my opinion, uh, alongside Virgil Van Dijk. And and I picked Van Dijk just ahead of Diaz. Uh, I just thought he made a huge difference to Liverpool coming yeah. back after the the time out injured. 
yeah, very much so. And we so we agree on that. So there's only one change there. The only other, I, I missed I missed him. Um, the only one that I wanted to shout out in goal was the Brighton's Robert Sanchez. Yeah. I think next year he'll be going for number one, but we'll come to him later on, as I'm sure we might speak to him later in the summer on transfers. Um, so midfield. So you've got two. You've got I've got two. So you, you, yeah, you've got your lovely pivot that you like to go on about. Go on, yeah. who's your, who are your two pivots? So I'm, I'm playing a double pivot of Rodri, who I thought was outstanding. Um, not only as the holding midfield player, mate, Rodri also scored seven Premier League goals last season. Uh, and in, in my opinion, he he, he just pipped Declan, yeah, he just pipped Declan Rice to that to that role. Uh, and alongside him, I've gone Kevin De Bruyne. Um, and there's wow. no there's no need for me to talk on that. Okay, well, yeah, and my three, um, I, I can't for life me believe that you've left Declan Rice out of the same, but I'm going Declan Rice, Kevin De Bruyne. And my third member of my three is Conor Gallagher. A nice three there, yeah. Which um, very strong, yeah. Okay, so so my three, I've I've gone a, a left winger, a right winger, and like a second striker, Greg. Yeah. So left wing, I have gone Son. Uh, in my mm-hmm. opinion, I agree the most likable player in the Premier League, and he also shared the golden boot with Mo Salah. Yep. The difference is that he's none of his goals were penalties. He scored twenty three league goals, none were pen. Yeah. On the on the right hand side, I've gone Mo Salah. Uh, in my opinion, he is the best player in the world, um, and you know it'll be interesting to see what happens over the over the summer with him. Um, you know, at, at the after the African Nations, his form did dip, but like we just said on the before we previewed this team, we're going over the course of the whole season, not just the past few weeks. Oh, definitely. Um, um, my be, second striker, my second striker. So behind behind the striker, Graham. I've got Sadio Mane, um, okay. uh, Senegal's greatest ever export um, and consistently one of Liverpool's best players season in, season out. And he will be a loss to the Premier League. Yeah. Um, I, well, I've got a front, front three. It's a tough one for me, this one. I've got, I've got more Salah right, you have to. Um, yeah, he's up there with Benzema at the minute for best player in the world, but a shadow without. Um, on the left, yeah, do you know what? Um, I... I it was either it was either Son or Foden on the left. I love you've got Foden. Foden, haven't you? I I have yes, I have. But I I'd be happy. But I'd be happy if we were doing a joint team, Craig. I would be happy to bow to Son. You know, it's very not much in it. So if we were doing a joint team, I would bow to Son. I would have no qualms. And my central striker is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. My central striker is Cristiano Ronaldo. Eighteen Premier League goals from thirty games for a thirty-seven-year-old striker. In an average team, in an so average team. So I don't um, think we've got too much difference there. Craig. I think Gallagher and um, I got Gallagher and Rice. You went with Rodri, and so you've gone Rodri and Mane. Yeah. So yeah, there's not 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 too much to differentiate. No, there. I think keep, great, really. keepers were different. Right back, keeper, right back, and then um, our, our midfield was was slightly different. Yeah, I just think Gallagher is. I really hope, Craig. And you know, I, I we're not telling 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 Thomas Tuchel what to do, but I just hope. I hope for the sake of and as we the know, sake I'm, of England, I, 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 I'm not a Chelsea fan, but I'd love to see Gallagher and Mount in the midfield. I, I, I hope, and I really hope oh, we, we didn't actually talk. Actually, one player we missed out on the transfer talk, Greg, was 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 Usman Dembele, who who Chelsea yeah. look as if they are favourites for at the moment. At the moment, yeah. and I would like him to come in for no other reason that it might allow Mount to drop a bit deeper. Which I think with Gallagher he would be for now, but we'll see. We've got a lot of Chelsea talk to come in the next few weeks, Craig. They're yeah. going to be busy. We didn't even touch Craig. We didn't even touch on Romelu Lukaku. Let everyone know that hasn't really changed much. 
it looks like he's going to go into on loan, but there's a lot of talking to be done there. But it looks like he does want to go back there, and they will do bits. But we'll, we'll touch on those as to happen. There's, there's a lot of weeks to go, isn't it, Craig? Before the start yeah, of the season, sure. and there's a lot of transfer talk to be done. Right, so let's let's move to the championship, Craig. Um, maybe a maybe a, a player and young player from from each of these divisions, maybe or, or yeah. who or, who we who who would like him to give shout outs to here in terms of manager wise. Um, we spoke about Neil Critchley leaving last week. Yeah. Um, I think we, you know, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I, I almost don't think of Fulham as a championship team because, as you say, the cheat modes, we can talk about all these all these players till the cows come home. Um, a player, I, you know, we know we know that the players of the year were Wilson and Mitrovic. There's no getting away from that. But away from that, the, the one player I'd probably shout out would be two players, actually. I'd shout out Craig. Young and um, a young and uh, main one was Lewis O'Brien at Huddersfield, yeah. phenomenal player from start yeah. to finish. And and, my, and the surprise package at our own Middlesbrough, Isaiah Jones, I don't think he gets enough credit for his form. We, we know Jed Spence was wonderful at Forest. We like we, we always like, and to be fair, we're not wise in hindsight, Greg. We both liked Jed Spence when he was at Middlesbrough, and we were in the minority, actually, Greg. We both liked him at Middlesbrough, and we were in the minority, we're not being wise in hindsight. Um, but yeah, um, a shout out to Isaiah Jones, wonderful on that right hand side, a breath of fresh air, and Jed Spence as well. Well done, Jed. You really put your career back on track. I really hope he signs permanently for Forest in the Premier League. Um, he's got his England recognition now, but yeah, Lewis O'Brien, I'd like to give a bit of a shout out to there. Aside, and I'm missing out the Bournemouth for Fulham players because it's, it's a bit you know, we've been singing Mitrovic's praises for the last however oh, many great. years, Craig, so we can't say anything <laughs> more about him, can we? No, listen, Graham. I, 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 I've said it, and I said it from the start of the season. Having Alexander Mitrovic in the championship is like cheat mode on FIFA. Mm. He, he, you know, he's 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 a top class international striker. Um, he, he is the best best forward in the league. I'd be the best player. In the and league. he just stopped like in another season. Like Harry Wilson, what was it? Nineteen goals and however double figures assists. Everyone be lauding over him, but he he doesn't get any any almost any mention because of what Mitro did. Yeah, look, I, I think. I think I think you're right. Will Wilson had a had a good season. I, I don't think he got those numbers in terms of goals. I think he got a lot of assists, didn't he? Um, my 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 young player of the year is probably Jed Spence. Um, I think Jed was sensational. I, I, him and both him and Brennan Johnson, yeah, at, Brennan uh, at, at, at Forest. Uh, they they were my two standout players for for Forest. But but all, all, also, um, Graham, I've said I've said this before, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with him in the summer. And you know, I, I said this a few weeks ago, and you totally disagreed with me. But I thought James Garner was sensational for for Nottingham Forest. I think him and Lewis O'Brien. Um, were probably the two the two best central midfield players. He was very he was very good. I, I I didn't think, I didn't rate him as highly as you obviously, but he I played he played very well. That whole Grimm, I, team, I, I, as, I think as, he's as, a, as a unit as a unit. Steve Cooper did remarkably well, and I was yeah. delighted for Forrest that. You know what pleased me about Forest Craig is that is hopefully they will keep Spence. They'll obviously hopefully keep Johnson now, and they'll have a chance of keeping Garner. I like it. When I, think they've got, they've, I think they've got no chance of keeping Garner, Graham. I, I think Garner. Think he'll get a is, look in at United. I think he is the one young player at Manchester United who will get a look in to break in and play first team football next season. Do you not think on, a, on a regular basis? Do you think um, is it the boy Gamacho? Um, Alejandro Gamacho, the, the Argentinian, yeah, I, I, who I, is actually top scorer at uh, is it Gana- Gamacho? Gamacho, it's the striker. Yeah. Gamacho is it? It's Gamacho. Yeah. Gamacho. Sorry if I is it. Um, he's been away with Argentina, Graham. So yeah, he's, he's, he's currently top scorer at two long tournament, Craig. Oh, okay. 
Um, Garnacho, Garnacho, that's the one. Um, yeah, and he's talking over term. So, um, Garnacho, it's, it's an interesting one. Actually, we'll 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 do an episode of picking out our our top. Listen, the, the, the one the one player I'd love to break through at United is uh, is Will Fish. Just so they can have Billy the Fish in uh, in defence, I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, big centre half. Was it Fleetwood for a little bit? Yeah, he went Stockport, I think he went. Stockport, banned. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was signed from locally, yeah. But let's hope. Um, l- let's see what Forest are going to do. Yeah, but some good calls. League there. One, Graham. Who's your who's your standout players in League One? Um, yeah, a player who I, I I I I I must say I I knew of him. Slightly before you agree, but actually from Football Manager, the, the computer game, this is where this player first came to my attention. Um, Scott Twine, what a season okay. he had! Yeah, um, and and Joe, you know I saw him play, come good in the computer game, so I, I took notice of him from the start of the season. I think I mentioned him to you. He plays everywhere. Um, I think no one's gonna, I don't know whether anyone's going to take a chance in Craig because it'll take a little bit of money to get him out of MK, it'll take Probably over a million pounds because they did pay a good three hundred thousand, I think, to Swindon to get him yeah, from their did. first yeah. place. So to get him out of here, um, so I'd love out, I'd love my own our own middles, but take a chance on him. I think he's a brilliant talent. I think he can play in a lot of roles. He's he's you know he can play in up front. He can play out wide. Play number ten. I love this player, and he showed it, Craig. Doing that MK, that MK Don's Craig was sublime. And a shout out to MK Don's, you know. Um, for the way they played throughout the season, it was a very brave appointment. Was it um, Liam Kenning? Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, who got that job? Um, he did wonderful. Manning, well. Manning sorry, can't I always say Kenning? Liam Manning, wonderful appointment because that was a brave one. Time Kate Don's a lot of eyebrows were raised when yep. fair play to them, Craig. It wasn't an obvious one. Um, so I, I liked watching MK, I like Scott Twine, some wonderful performances, but I thought he was my main man in, in that division. And for you, Craig. It's one that you picked out early doors, and I disagreed with you on the amount of goals that he'd score, right? Because he'd never scored goals in his entire career until last season. Uh, I've got to give him huge respect. Is Will Keane before last season, Graham? I, I think he scored. Yeah. I think he scored a combined eighteen um, career goals. I remember right? throwing that stat at me when I did say that. I remember you throwing that stat at me. Yeah, it's so I didn't think he'd go on and get. 20 plus, like you, you suggested, well, you've got 26 goals, so he deserves a shout out. Ross Stewart, uh, because, because, because they lost, everyone forgets they lost Charlie Wake as well. Yeah, they, yeah. they see, I don't think it was ever going to come off the rails because of the good job they were doing, but to lose one of their main men as oh, well, listen, and, they and, Charlie. And, 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 yeah, it was a massive loss for them. At the time. Yeah, listen, they, they fully expected Charlie to score 26 goals, not Will Keane, so fair play to him. Ross Stewart at Sunderland, the Loch Ness yeah. drug, but um, thought he had a fantastic season. Congratulations well, one, on him for making his national debut. This Week. Yeah, huge congratulations. I'm, I'm a huge Scott Twine fan, as you know. But the, the one, the one player in this division that stands out for me, and he played in a terrible team. Um, I know who you're going to say. I do, in, I know, in, in Wimbledon, uh, uh, yeah, is Jack Rodoni. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just think Jack Rodoni. Whoever signs Jack Rodoni, uh, I think he will go to the Championship this summer. Whoever signs Jack Rodoni has got the uh, a potential future star on hands. So he's my, he's my standout player in that, uh, in that league. Yeah, he did like him. He called him called him all the way, to be fair. Um, on to League Two, Craig. It's interesting this one. I, you know, the 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 way everyone went about. I know actually I probably know who you're gonna say, actually. I think uh, probably from, from Exeter, probably I would imagine you're gonna say. Yeah. Um 
so I'll let you go for you go first. Who, who, who is your standout man? I think you, you, you did call Exeter all the way, so it's fair play. Um, yeah, I, I just think I just think Matty J at, at Exeter is a, yeah. a, a, a top player. I think he, you know he's I think he's twenty five now, Matty. I think he, he probably needs to get a move to a to a higher level. Um, I thought he's excellent. Shout outs, of course, to Matt Stevens who picked up that horrendous injury at the end of the season, been ruled him out for some months. And uh, Dom Telford, who had the best season of his career, uh, again a, a little bit like. Um, he'll, and he, he'll probably get his chance more. I'm, I'm hearing League One is more likely for Dom Telford, but you know it's up to him to prove it, isn't it? The, 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 the only season his entire career, he scored more than six goals. Because mm. but he was, he was and and he was always played. He was a bit like Scott Twine. He was played all over the place, wasn't he? Really, yeah. out wide and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. A lot, he spent um, a lot of time out wide. Yeah. Um, my player, Craig. I think the player we both like, both we play with him to um, have affection for as the season went on and, and be interested to see if he gets his move. Harry McCurdy. Yeah. At Swindon Town. Yeah. yeah. Breath of He's 25, looks 15. Yeah. <laughs> um, he had a wonderful season. He's one of them who I think could go through the ranks quite quickly, Craig. He's found his niche now. He's found that. And I, th- I could see... I could see a championship club taking a risk on him, but I, I like. The, there seems to be this inkling now we're going down the lower leagues, getting these play, players, yeah. and taking a chance on them, and and it's really it's really interesting. I, and so yeah, Harry McCurdy was a player who you you knew more than me. Yeah, I, I think he's a good when player, he, when he was at Carlisle and stuff. And yeah, I think yeah. I think it, it, it's interesting, you know, Graham. We look at League Two, and we look at Salford City, who've got the largest budget in the division. Um, they're not in any of the top scorer lists. They, there's there's no player there that we would pick out as having um, an and exceptional they, and, season. And, and it's, we haven't mentioned with them, Greg, is, is one we don't like being true on some of these predictions and, and obviously we are not we, we are not Mr and Mrs Nostradamus to have predicted that they would make a managerial change this summer no to be fair we were surprised yeah but it's just that club the way that the club, club, yeah, it's a club. We, we, we were amazed that he lasted uh, as long as he did really Greg weren't we and, but yeah as you said signing Matt so, uh, hopefully Salford can get some sort of identity yeah and hopefully they will allow and obviously the new manager is um, Neil Wood yeah, uh, who came? Who comes from Manchester United? Um, you know the the guys who are in there know all about him. A, an interesting appointment, Craig. Um, I think he's a friend of Nicky Butt, isn't he? He's worked with Nicky uh, rather than a Gary Neville appointment. So this is a bit of a different. And he know he'll, he'll, he played Paul Scholes. He was at Oldham, so he'll probably know. But so he knows the knowledge well. He came through the Manchester United system. He played for yeah. United. Um, Neil Wood. Um, it's it's an interesting and hopefully they give, they have that commitment to allowing him to to do it. I do want yeah. again. I do wonder about not pointing someone with experience at this level, but they would argue that they did that with Gary Boyer and and look what happened there. Um, it, it's and this league is going to be tough next year, isn't it? League two, Greg, it's going to be oh, fascinating because the teams that have come up, Graham, the teams that have come up. Oh, it's Grim- uh, yeah, congratulations, huge congratulations to Grimsby Town. Yeah. They overcame Solihull Hull Moors at Stockport, isn't it? So there's Stockport two massive. There's two teams who can who can get double figure crowds to come up. Yep. But but what the interesting ones for me, Craig, in this division really are Leighton Orient, Walsall, and uh, Bradford. All the ones who changed managers halfway yep. through the season, but. Then play them. Then managed have had the time to adapt to this level in Mark Hughes's yeah. case. See the players, and we saw some big results from them. But I think you know the the um, Mickey Flynn at, at Walsall will be huge. I think the the Leighton Orient. What about a takeover as well? I think the Graham's that'll be interesting. 
Oh, was that an American takeover? Was it Craig? Yeah, Hedge Fund, I think. Uh, it's a strange. It's a strange. Why? I'm not sure why Hedge Fund would be looking so much at. Um, well, so but you never know these things, great do you? Look, the, no. the remember oil company used on Hartley Bulb. all it takes all sorts in in, yeah. in, this, in this world, doesn't it? To to do that, but yeah, so Richie Vellens was was the man I was trying to think of it, uh, Orion. But yeah, looking forward to so many of these, and um, yeah, a big, huge congratulations to Grimsby Town. It's always nice to see some of these big clubs come back up, isn't it? Agree, great? yeah, I agree. I, listen, Grimsby are like, like you say, Grimsby in Stockport. Well, I was going but, up there, there was. Grimsby were always in the same league as Borough. It was doing a championship yep. team for many years. Yeah, the look and, and at, at that level, at League Two level, Graham, as as we know, they'll have a real good home attendance and they'll take fans away. They'll travel well, as will Stockport County. Uh, and we know that Stockport County got the nicked the training ground off um, off Salford. They thought they were going to get uh, a City's old training ground at Carrington and Stockport. Uh, swooped in and 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 got that. I delighted, think. delighted to see that. I did a story about that, which Gary Neville denied, and then it turned out to be true. So there we go. So I'm delighted to stop part, got that. Um, actually, I'm going to ask you a quick quiz question there, Greg. Grimsby Town. Yeah. I I saw an, an England international make his Middlesbrough debut there, a winger, in the nineteen late nineteen nineties, probably. Late nineteen nineties. England international. I think it was under Lenny Lawrence. England National made his debut for Middlesbrough Grimsby. And I remember being at Grimsby for this game. Was he an England international at the time or a former England international? No, he was a former England international when we got him. He used to play for... Uh, who did Arsenal used to play for? I remember the Gazette headlines. I remember the Gazette headlines saying, Middlesbrough signed England National. I must admit, I wasn't too aware of him at the time. Go on, I... I, I Brian Marwood. Brian Martin. <laughs> yes. Getting yes, Brian. Yeah, I saw him. Uh, he had the big, I remember, the only thing I remember, he had the biggest cycling shorts on, so obviously he wasn't at his fittest at the time. But yeah, <laughs> it was at a time we were watching Middlesbrough. We didn't have too many England nationals at the time, so no, it was, it, it was good to see that. Yeah, but that's how uh, we've been through our teams, teams of the season there, Craig. We've delivered our ones for each division, like as we like to do. Uh, next week, we'll have, a, we'll have a good look back at the Nations League, Craig. There's another two yep. games to go, and we'll, and we'll have a look where the England squad is as of next week, because everyone thinks it's a bit early. It's not. There's not much time for these players to get in Gareth Southgate's reckoning. So after the next two England games, we'll take a look, see who's in in contention, see if any, any has anyone played themselves into contention, has anyone, has anyone played themselves out of contention. And we'll yeah, listen, I, I read a really interesting interview with Harry Kane um, after the, uh, the the game in midweek, the where we got a well-deserved point against the tough uh, German opponents, and Harry Kane scored, and he said, "Please don't rest me." You know, we could see by by next week's pod, Graham, Harry Kane is now the the the, the leading goal scorer in England history. Yeah, and and as you know, you're a bigger Tammy Abraham fan than me, but he needs to give Tammy Abraham game time. You yep, know, I agree. Like, like what what if 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 Harry Kane is not you know he's not susceptible, he is susceptible to the odd injury here and there. Yep. Gareth Southgate needs to play Tammy Abraham and make sure he needs to make sure that Tammy Abraham he knows Tammy Abraham can replace Harry Kane yeah. before before we get to Qatar. You know, I'd like to see Tammy and Harry play together because there'll be times in the game where we do fall behind. We need a goal, uh, and I'd like to see those two guys. Well, well actually, but Tammy I, Abraham right up front and Harry Kane. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd like to see Tammy get that chance or leading that line. You know, yeah. So the, there's no guarantees that Harry Kane isn't in. You know, he is injury prone, Greg. We know that. Yeah. And, Touchwood is there. We all want him there, but as you know, 
Gareth will know that if we do lose Harry, he's not going to change the system. So he needs to get Tammy Abraham in there. He needs to be able to give him that chance to show. As, as you will testify to, you love Tammy, so yeah. you want to see him play anyway. Yeah, and we'll have to pray for no metatarsal injuries before the World Cup, mate. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, yeah, I think it's England squad is so talented, but we'll see. As I said, we'll touch on the England squad next week, see what we've learned from these many yep. nationals we've seen, uh, and we'll look at the Wales, Wales and all. If, actually, I was going to say Italy there. We won't be looking at the Italy squad because they won't be that great. No, no, not at all. So that's us for this week. But we'll be back next week, and obviously we'll cover all the latest transfers, and who knows what's going to be completed by next week, Craig. Yeah, indeed. Have a great weekend, Graham. Have a great weekend, guys. Cheers, guys.